Okay, everybody's got a fucking podcast. I mean, we have a podcast, so obviously anyone can do it. Wait, this is a podcast? Are you recording right now? Technical difficulties. No, you don't have to say anything. I'm going to edit it out. Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. I put mayonnaise on a pickle. Yo, I know y'all ain't playing skee-ball. <laughs> I'm trying to go to bed. Do I see? I mean, my feet stink, right? Yeah. This is August. Charles Month, another Charles pick. August. Um, so Charles, how'd you come across this one? Is it just because you? I saw. Scrolling Netflix. And like yeah, it's so it was one of those notifications that it was like, oh, this is coming out on this day, and I was like, I saw it had Idris and like a couple other like famous like black actors in it. Yeah. And I was like. Oh well, if they got all these famous like black actors in one movie, like I figured it'd be something like a uh, kind of like the black version of the Magnificent Seven or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, probably be worth a watch. So like, plus I was like, I like some of the people that were in it. I was like, obviously Idris is a I'm a big fan of his. He's a great actor. So I was like, I'll watch it. And then I ended up watching it, and I was like, holy shit, this is great. <laughs> So, um, I was thinking we'd go through some of the characters. I pulled up their Wikipedia pages. Most unreliable uh, source on the internet. Yep, most unreliable source on the internet. No, no reliable source. Yeah, most unreliable source on no. the internet. <laughs> um, so the Rufus Buck gang uh, was an outlaw Native American gang's members were Creek Indian and African American. Their crime spree took place in the Indian Territory of the Arkansas, Oklahoma area from July 30th through August 4th of 1895. Formed by Rufus Buck, the gang consisted also of Lewis Davis, Sam Sampson, Maoma July, and Lucky Davis. The gang began building up a small stockpile of weapons while staying in Okmulgee, Oklahoma, after killing U.S. Deputy Marshal John Garrett. On July 30th, 1895, the gang began holding up various stores and ranches in the Fort Smith area during the next two weeks. In one, one incident, a salesman named Callahan, after being robbed, was offered a chance to escape if he could outrun the gang. When the elderly Callahan successfully escaped, the gang killed his assistant in frustration. At least two female victims who were raped by the gang died of their injuries. Yikes. Uh, list of their crimes, July 30th, 1895, killing of U.S. Deputy Marshal John Garrett. July 31st, 1895. Coming across a white man and his daughter in a wagon, the gang held the man at gunpoint and took the girl. They killed a black boy and beat Ben Callahan until they mistakenly believed he was dead, then took Callahan's boots, money, and saddle. Robbing of country stores West and Jay Norberg at Orquette, Oklahoma. I wonder if that's a silent T or not. Oh, well. (coughs) Murder of two white women and a 14-year-old girl. August 4th, a rape of Mrs. Hassan near Sepulpa, Oklahoma. Uh, Hassan and two of the three other female victims of the gang, a Miss Aries and an Indian girl near Sepulpa, also died. A fourth victim, Mrs. Wilson, is reported to have recovered. It is reported that after their capture, the gang was almost lynched. Uh, capture and hanging. Continuing attacks on both local shelters and Creek indiscriminately. Uh, the gang was captured outside Mus- Muskegee by Muskegee. a... Com- Muskegee. yeah, yeah. I always forget that one. It was coming up. I was like, how's it go? How's it go? Okay, we're guessing. Um, 
by a combined force of lawmen and Indian police of the Creek Light Horse, led by Marshal S. Morton Rutherford on August 10th. When the Creek wanted to hold the gang for trial, the men were brought before hanging Judge Isaac Parker. He twice sentenced them to death, the first sentence not being carried out, uh, pending an ultimately unsuccessful appeal to the Supreme Court. They were hanged on July 1st, 1896 at 1 p.m. at Fort Smith. Um, so they were a bad bunch of dudes, which I think is uh, fairly accurately portrayed yeah. in the movie. Right? There's some nasty well, people. Yeah, very well yeah. portrayed. Um, we got Nat Love, who's our main character. Um, Nat Love, uh, from June, uh, June 1854 to 1921, was an American cowboy and former slave in the period following the American Civil War. His exploits have made him one of the most famous heroes of the Old West. Um... Quite a bit of stuff on him here. I don't want to bore everybody by just reading. Yeah, just read it. Okay. Uh, Love was born into slavery on the plantation of Robert Love in Davidson County, Tennessee, in June 1854. His father was a former. I just know it's not like compelling pod for a guy yeah. to just sit there reading. You know what I mean? That's yeah, fine. He gives us a little background there. Because they did say because that was the whole thing at the beginning of the movie is it says you know these people you know while the. Uh, Actions aren't true. The name. Or the story isn't true. These people definitely right. existed. So, you get uh, Floyd Mayweather to read this. Make it a little <laughs> more interesting. Yeah, uh, I text him. You know, maybe we'll maybe we'll edit over this part. You know, uh, <laughs> his father was a foreman enslaved on the plantation's fields, and his mother, the manager of its kitchen. Love had two siblings, an older sister, Sally, and an older brother, Jordan, despite slavery-era statutes that outlawed black literacy. He learned to read and write as a child with the help of his father, Samson. When slavery ended, Love's parents stayed on Love, on the Love plantation as sharecroppers, attempting to raise tobacco and corn on about 20 acres, but Samson died shortly after the second crop was planted. Afterward, Nat took a second job on a local farm to help make ends meet. At about this time, he was noted as having a gift for breaking horses. After some time of working extra odd jobs in the area, he won a horse in a raffle on two occasions, which he then sold back to the owner for $50 each time. He used the money to leave town and at the age of 16 headed west. Awesome. His life as a cowboy, Love traveled to Dodge City, Kansas, where he found work as a cowboy with cow drivers from the Duval Ranch, uh, located on the Palo Duro River in, in the Texas Panhandle. According to his autobiography, Love fought cattle wrestlers, uh, and endured inclement weather. Uh, he trained himself to become an expert marksman and cowboy, for for which he earned uh, from his co-workers the moniker Red River Dick. In 1872, Love moved to Arizona, where he found work at the Galling Gallinger Ranch. Uh, there's an eye there. Uh, located along the Gila River. He wrote in his autobiography that while working the cattle drives in Arizona, he met Pat Garrett, Bat Masterson, Billy the Kid, and others. Others. Oh, wow. He meant cattle Bill. rustlers uh, stole cattle. That's what cattle rustlers. No, I. No, I wasn't saying your question. I was just saying oh. for the for the people, the public. In case you're like, the fuck's a cattle rustler? Uh, Deadwood Dick. After driving a herd of cattle to the railhead in Deadwood, Dakota Territory, he entered a rodeo on the Fourth of July in 1876. Glad I don't have Deadwood and, Dick. Yeah. Enti nothing worse than Deadwood. Enticed by the $200 prize money, he won the rope throw, 
tie, brittle, saddle, and bronco riding contests. It was at this rodeo that he claims friends and fans gave him the nickname Deadwood Dick, a reference to a literary character created by Edward Lytton Wheeler and a dime novelist of the day. A dime novelist of the day. Captured and escape. In October 1877, Love writes that he was captured by a band of Prima Indians uh, while rounding up stray cattle near the Gila River in Arizona. Although he claimed to have received over 14 bullet wounds in his career, with several received in his fight with the Native Americans while trying to avoid capture, Love wrote that his life was spared because the Indians respected his heritage, a large portion of the band themselves being of mixed blood. He almost married the chief's daughter. Uh, the band of Native Americans nursed him back to health, wishing to adopt him into the tribe. Eventually, Love writes, he stole a pony and escaped into West Texas. Uh, and then Love decided he needed to leave the cowboy life. He married a woman named Alice in 1889 and settled down initially in Denver, taking a job in 1890 as a Pullman porter, which is, uh, men hired to work on the railroads, porters on sleeping cars. All right. Uh, which involved overseeing sleeping cars on the Denver and Rio Grande Railroad. While working for the railroad, he and his family resided in several western states before finally moving to Southern California. In 1907, Love publishes autobiography entitled Life and Adventures of Now Love, better known in the cattle country as Deadwood Dick by himself, uh, which greatly enhanced his legacy. Love spent the latter part of his life as a courier and guard for a Los Angeles securities company. He died there in 1921 at the age of 67. Snat Love's that. a little more boring. I mean, he still had an eventful life, but not quite as exciting a character as Rufus. As the, well, as Rufus, sure, or his character in the movie. Well, the fact that he met Billy the Kid, though, that's pretty cool. Yes, Because, like, cool. now I actually kind of want to, like, read his autobiography. Sure. Because, you know, they always talk about Billy the Kid mm -hmm. and, uh, really anything especially in like school like anytime you learn about the, the west. west it was like billy kid like that's that's what everything went to yeah I'll tell you what we're gonna do we're gonna leave in that love and rufus buck because that's the important people mm. stagecoach mary and stagecoach mary and then all those other people that was that became a very long thing so let me we tell you if, if I was if I was a listener right there, you would have lost me for the second person. Yeah, well, that, yeah, that's why I was kind of like, this feels like a lot. <laughs> I was it's, like, you know? <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, he's still reading. I'm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, unless like, you're Jesus, I was over here just fucking and... googling random fucking things. I'm like, <laughs> so here you like get your dick out. And, oh wait, hold on. <laughs> We're filming a podcast right now. Shit. He's like, oh yeah, there's cameras around now. And I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna tell you like we got the podcast. Like, yeah, you probably cut like most of that out. <laughs> that was pretty rough. Uh, yeah, I think we're just gonna roll with with Nat Love and and uh, Rufus Buck. Because I don't know, for some reason I, I thought that'd be a little better. Oh, Bass Reeves is interesting too. He he was a deputy. Oh, he was the deputy. A deputy. Like, just like he was in the movie. Yeah, what a way to go in the movie, though. Reeves didn't die in the movie. Bass Reeves, his buddy? I was talking about the deputy, like the other deputy dude. Oh, Wiley? Yeah. Wiley Esco? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he didn't exist. Uh, Trudy didn't exist. Well, of course. Uh, which I really like Trudy. I, I like just her kind of 
She was just... I just liked that she was blatantly just a terrible person. Just because I felt like everybody else was still kind of under the illusion that like, oh, like we're... Like, I'm the, I'm the good cowboy. You know what I mean? I mean, everybody, everybody's bad they think is good. You know? I mean, just in life, in general. Like, people that, you know, are doing things for themselves, they always kind of just have that underlying, like, oh, well, I'm... I mean, yeah, I murder people. But, but like... But this is all justified. But, like, yeah, I mean, they're... I murder them because I don't like them, and that's a good they, enough reason They why. looked at me weird. I didn't feel right. They felt dead after I killed them. It was a whole thing. I felt a lot right before, too. Yeah, I was like, remember how we just killed, like, millions of people for some land that wasn't ours? <laughs> so, do, it's do you know uh, Wesley Snipes was supposed to be in this movie? That doesn't no. surprise me. He was supposed to be in this movie, but this was a COVID movie. So, when it, when it was going to begin in March of 2020... Obviously, the pandemic hit, and they delayed it. Yeah. So Wesley Snipes and two other actors, uh, Cynthia, I don't know how to say her last name, Ervico, and then uh, Sterling Brown and Wesley Snipes were all looks like. initially supposed to be cast, but or were originally in the cast lineup, but then they had to exit because they're like, hey, the movie's been delayed. They didn't even start uh, filming until September of 2020, and then in October... They had to apparently do a do a, a break on it because one of the background actors tested positive for COVID. Yikes! <clears throat> so this is a COVID movie. Yeah, if you look at the, uh, it's funny because you look at the box office number they have up there. It's like it's, it's budget ninety million. What does that sound? It's my Oh. I just tried but, to do it under the table. So I, thought, I thought a video started playing or something. something Budget ninety like, million, but box says, office eight thousand two hundred ninety-two dollars. <laughs> no, I mean it's a Netflix release yeah, movie, so. so that's probably where most of their money comes from at that point. Yeah, but it is it is funny to see that number. Like, oh man, this fucking flopped. <laughs> but it's like, well, now three it's people a, went to go watch it. Yeah, <laughs> three people like every state. Movie, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's a little interesting thing I just read. So. Yeah. Hmm. So who's your favorite character in the movie? Me? Hey, yeah, I mean, uh, both of you eventually. Uh, <laughs> not everyone at once. <laughs> I don't remember the first Tell you what, both of you just say your favorite characters right now. I don't, remember, <laughs> I don't remember all the names. I would have to say the, uh, the fucking sheriff. Okay, uh, well, okay, so the guy that was running the town when no. Rufus was away? No, no the badass yeah. one? Uh, Bass Reeves. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember their names because I didn't watch it like recently. It was like two weeks ago. What? Last week? The week before? Right, right. Uh, but. Well, you know me. I was... watched it three times and yeah. researched all the people and took all the notes because, you know. I left on my shit in the car. I, I freak out like that about That's doing right. these. So, yeah. He's got a whole thing of notes right here. Whole thing. And, and the next movie and the next movie and the next movie. And the next one, and the next one, and the, the next, next one, day. and the, the next, next day, oh, and the Christ. next Alright, so your favorite movie. Your, uh, <laughs> unrelated, favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, your favorite character. I like Trudy. Yeah. I knew, I, I, like had, Trudy. I had a feeling I knew you were going to say that. I like Trudy because her character, like, even though she was bad, she was a badass too. Yeah. Are you sure it's not because she's a light-skinned black No, it's not it. I <laughs> like Are Trudy. you sure? I like no, I'm not character. sure about that. 
Does that play a small part? If you want to be real, if it's going off of that, uh, Nat loves mom for the three seconds she was in the movie. (laughs) Before she got a hole blown in her chest. Two. (laughs) Two? Excessive. It just made a bigger hole. (laughs) Yeah. Except if we're honest. If we're honest. Excessive, right? No, she was. I think she was a badass. Like just her, her, her mannerism and all that. She was just so not give a fuck about anything. Yeah, uh, yeah. Trudy liked. Um, I don't know if she's quite my favorite. This was the question I had: Is Backworth cool or annoying? Backwards dude that's like, I'm fast, I'm fast. I'm I'm you on lightning with the bland I thought he was funny. But is he cool or annoying? Both. No, I think he's funny. Is he more... Which one is he more of? Funny. I think funny. No, no, no. Between cool or annoying? Which one is he more of? Is he more annoying or is he more cool? There is a fine, fine line balance between cool and annoying. Yeah. And so I'm saying, which is he he more of? You think he, he walks the line perfect? Yes. You think he's right I even? think I think he stays pretty neutral, but he leads a little bit more annoying. Because there was, there was uh, one scene there towards the end of the movie, and I was like, man, this just fuck, he's kind of just fucking annoying. But like the other scenes, he's like a good neutral. Yeah. Towards the end of the movie, he got annoying. I liked him right in the beginning. They were funny. Where they, they intercept the, that gang in the, uh, in the in the canyon there. The fuck were they called? That Crimson gang. Hood gang. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just that, you know, they're sitting there bickering at each other. And, you know, dude's reaching for, for the gun and he just and fucking pops his it. hand off and shit. That's it, fun, you know. And then as it went on, he was like, by the way, like, very interesting choice by uh, Cuffy. The, the Mary's girl that works the door mm-hmm. in the place. You know, he, like, gives her the dress to go rob the bank. Oh, yeah. And she's just like, all right, and takes her pants off, like, right in front. I was like, that's an interesting decision. Just take your pants off in front of everybody. I mean, there's, there's I mean they all, what, they yeah. all were supposed to, like, they all turned around. The one dude, he was like, he's yeah, like, backward. He's, yeah, yeah he's that's like, why, you know, maybe he leans more annoying, because he's like, whoo, close shave. That, that. <laughs> I thought he was funny the whole movie, because. He was funny, yeah. He's just like. He's the obnoxious one out of the group, and he's just always saying something, like, really silly. But his shit was cracking me up, especially in the beginning, yeah, with the Crimson Hood gang. Yeah. And that's, uh... He's like, Negro, would you stop breaching? Like, with the, <laughs> yeah. when he shot the gun out of his hand. And that was Damon Williams Jr. Yeah, I, I knew that. So, I mean, we just didn't mention it, so... Well, um... Tiff knows yeah. his coach. New girl. Oh, okay. She was like, "Oh, I know him. That's Coach." I was like, "Nope, that's not his name." <laughs> so I was, I was very close to saying that it was Beckworth, but by the end, he gets kind of weird. And then, upon watching it a couple times ago, and then, you know, he meets his end because he takes too long counting, and Cherokee Bill just decides that you know we're at one. I'm shooting you, which Bill kind of contradicts himself because if you remember, he's cold blooded though. He is cold-blooded, and I, I do think he's really cool. But he's dirty and shoots people in the back. He is. And cheats the count. But he contradicts himself because he's doing the slow countdown when they're on the train. Mm-hmm. When he's telling dudes to, you know, just put the guns down open the door. And, you know, Trudy gets impatient. 
And he says, you know, sorry, she doesn't like arithmetic. And, you know, he's counting slow. So, and then Beckworth's counting slow, loading his gun. And it's like, well, you're kind of contradicting yourself because I thought, you know, you know, he said, why, why dudes always count, why they always got to count so slow? Mm-hmm. But you count slow. I think he, I think he did that because it was like, I, it wasn't him controlling the situation. Right. And I, I, I think that he really felt like he wouldn't win against them. Right. Which well, yeah, he's a cheater. Which makes sense. Because, yeah. But if if he knows he can win that fight, obviously he's going to do it. But if he doesn't know, if it's not a guaranteed win, yeah, I feel like that's when he'll be like shooting people in the back. Yeah. Because ultimately he's a bad person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing. All of them are bad people. <laughs> Every single person. Every single one of them are not good people. That's the thing. I mean, that's... You know, I, I think that's what a good movie does too. Is like, it's like even though they kind of establish someone as the hero, but like Nat Love is not like a great dude. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah, you know, they he still, still kind of some kind of. That's some shitty bad shit. shit. Yeah. Um, so just the fact that I like a movie that kind of plays with your yeah. your your morals, where they're like, oh, all right, well, where your moral compass lies. Yeah. Yeah, he still kills people. So, how big a fan are you of him? Yeah, um, this movie had so much killing in it. Yeah, that by the time you hit the halfway mark, you were just numb to it. Like, yeah, it was yeah, just yeah, you're so desensitized. You're just like, yeah, I don't care who dies at this point. <laughs> yeah. You're so numb to it by the time you hit the halfway point because there's oh, yeah. so much fucking killing. There's there's a lot. Is there any aspect of the story you'd want expanded on? Like, is there any, you know any any parts of the story where you'd be like, well, I'd like to know more about that. That kind of thing. I know for me, I would have liked to know a little bit about Nat's childhood. Now this movie yeah. was already like two hours, so it's kind of like yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I want the movie I, to be longer necessarily. But if we're talking about like a Netflix series or something, I want to know. I liked an episode about his childhood. Who raised him? Did he just figure it out on his own? I want to know more, especially after the ending of the movie. Mm-hmm. I want to know more about Rufus. Right. Know more about like. That whole situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he... Well, and they make it very obvious there was obviously something uh, between him and Trudy. Because they, they get very... Very in close. Kind of intimate a couple times. You know, they never kissed or anything, but... They were... They make it very obvious that... Something... They were literally about the fuck. No, yeah. N- not Nat and... <laughs> oh, Mary. I was like... <laughs> Rufus... Oh, it was Yeah. Okay. I was like, nah, Trudy, Trudy, not Mary. Mary and Nat Love were about to fuck. Yes. I'm saying they made it very obvious. That obviously, something was there between Trudy and Rufus. Not Nat and Mary. Maybe they got she in was close like, quite a couple times. Maybe she was just like, you just kind of handsome. <laughs> oh, you think that was just a choice by Regina King? Like, I'd just like to be. A little I mean, closer to Idris Elba's face. Would you not want to be? Uh, you tell me right now you wouldn't kiss Idris. Tell me right now. <laughs> say you swear in no, it. Say no, you I swear it. I wouldn't say that. Line. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Why would I say that? Why would I say that, Dakota? Come on. I know you'd be fucking lying too. Yeah. I, that's why I wouldn't say it. I was about to say. I bet. I bet Luke's real dead looks kind of like uh, Idris. <laughs> oh, I'm just uh, kidding. I know your mom listens to this podcast. That's why I said that. <laughs> Uh, 
Thanks for telling everybody I'm a loser. My mom listens to my podcast. Come on now, your mom loves us. <laughs> no, no, it's just a weird thing. Like, and your mom listens to the podcast. It's like, no, fine. hey, everybody, my mom listens to my podcast. That's, my mom uh, co-signed this. Right. My, mom, <laughs> my mom sponsors this podcast. My mom <laughs> sponsors these penis jokes. Matter of fact, we're recording this in my mom's basement. Yeah. <laughs> she supplies us with the electricity and the juice boxes. <laughs> the juice boxes. The juice boxes. The liquor bottles. Yeah, yeah we're not old enough to buy these. Yeah, so. we, <laughs> underage drinking. I'm 14. <laughs> I have a wife. <laughs> All right, you just from West Virginia then. Yeah. <laughs> your wife's your cousin, Charles right? Is, Charles is 13. I'm actually. Code is 11. Hey, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. My balls I haven't dropped yet. That's why he's so short. <laughs> and. uh... I miss that I can't say that stupid shit to Luke anymore. <laughs> I mean, you can say it. He just, he's too high to hear you. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's just almost taller than I am. Ah, uh, he's still a little twig. Luke? He lost all his football weight. He's a little twig now. Anyway, we're not talking. This isn't my brother podcast. That's, this isn't, it's not? This isn't fascinating pod here. I'm fascinated. All right. I want to hear you more. You talk about kissing guys more. <laughs> kissing tall black men more. Hey, we yeah. got one. You got one right across the table. That's right. Um, he he always he doesn't co-sign ever. Jason, make sure you get that head shake when, <laughs> when you cut him matches that. It's one of the beautiful things about having videos. Now it's like all right. Now we get all like the one time when aspects. Dakota started talking about like vibrators or something, and you were in your chair and you were taking a drink of something and you literally just turned your chair away from the table like you just like, couldn't look at him when he started you know you start, he was talking about going to the lion's den and all that shit oh yeah and you literally just turned the chair out, like the <laughs> other way and just looked at the wall yeah the, you know yeah was, he was, yeah, he was, was a little funny. bit too comfortable sharing I ain't I'm not too comfortable I just ain't nothing to be let's not about. go down the hole again uh, that's the plan <laughs> well not that hole I, you know how to uh, <laughs> you, you think they had sex toys back in that time? Buddy. <laughs> uh, other than produce, no, I don't think so. Really. <laughs> just fuck you with this wooden handle. Ow. You might get a splinter in your kitchen. Yeah, I don't think so. Alright, so I like the opening scene. I like the quote from uh, Nat there. This is one of man. Take his body and you get 5000 for your church. Why don't you take him in yourself? I'm worth ten. That was pretty. That was pretty dope. I did like. Also, I did want to point out one thing. I, when Tiff and I were watching this, it was just it was silly because it just dawned on me, and I was like, okay, this is, takes place in the early like late nineteenth century. So I was like, why is Nat so goddamn buff? I was like, how do you get that fucking swole in? I don't think you do. That man was bench pressing cows. Yeah, I mean, like, he, it's like... like I don't, I don't think anyone was like, I gotta wake up in the morning and do crunches because I want to have that six-pack. Like, yeah, I'm like... I don't think, like, being buff and being muscular really didn't kind of, like, blow up of everyone being like that until, really honest, like, the 90s and above. It. Perfect example is look at fucking basketball players. Look at basketball players from the 80s. Look at them now. Right. The, the, yeah. the ones now look look like fucking bodybuilders compared to the ones in the eighties. Ones in the eighties were like twigs. Yeah, unless you're six. It really starts in the nineties, like you know, you see, you know, Jordan goes from being a skinny kid and then he's 
getting his ass beat by the Pistons, and he goes and he works out, and all of a sudden Jordan's got some muscle. Like, dudes, yeah, it was the 90s when dudes really started kind of getting into that. And now it's just kind of the thing where most people just kind of... Where LeBron just looks like he could fight in the UFC. (laughs) It's a lot of weight in that man. He's a big dude. Dude's huge, yeah. Anyways, hard to make kiss him. Who, LeBron? Yeah. Mm, not LeBron. <laughs> not my type. You're more a KD guy. You like him lanky. <laughs> yeah, you know. Something about the something about the be able to wrap my whole hand around his leg. Wow, <laughs> so that's not at all what that motion looks like. <laughs> his uh you know leg. His uh <laughs> you know, his uh leg. Hair. I'm gonna start going that even when I'm talking about like something that's not related. At all. <laughs> you can't really, you know, uh, the uh, carburetor. What is the fucking thing we saw at the, the grocery store? The yeah, you know, just yeah, you know, um, butter. It's like ah, oh, it's like the, the the HDMI dongle. It's like that doesn't chocolate bars. <laughs> you know, chocolate bars. It's like oh man, those fucking fruit cups that we saw. Like, uh, what is it? Hmm. Uh, hmm. Pinto beans? <laughs> oh, shit. What was it? Get, um... Damn, what was it? Wheat bread! Wheat bread! It was fucking wheat bread, bro! I was thinking this, I just thought of the fucking Deadpool thing where he's, like, more shake-weighty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deadpool where he's, like... You're talking about... <laughs> what he does, what people do when they're nervous. It's like, I don't know, when you're nervous and you panicked, you know, you might, you know, masturbate into a soap dispenser. And then <laughs> fucking, uh, what, what's his fucking name? Big metal dude? Uh, it doesn't matter, but he like, go, he like smells his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Alright. Good, uh, good times. And the next quote is Nat and Mary up in the room. He walks in. You got the worst timing ever. He's like, you got the worst time in the history of timing. Something like that. I didn't write that part down, but he's like, oh, y'all was making sex. Y'all was making sex. I apologize. I don't know why that fucking crazy said, oh, y'all was making sex. I was like, I never heard it said like that. Because, yeah, I, I, I was like, in my mind, like, as soon as he said it, I laughed, and like Tiff laughed, and I was like, that was the most ghetto fabulous way I've ever heard that said. Well, and they also, the other way they kept talking in this movie was, uh, he might could have, like that, that's what they kept saying. Like, yeah. You know, like when he's like, he might could have said, "Make him poop." <laughs> he's and he's out there. I said, "What are you doing, you stupid nip?" <laughs> yeah. He was. Could have said, "Nick and poop." <laughs> he might could have said, "Nick and poop." And like we ain't no Nick and poop. Nobody ever we, says a word that starts with "n." You know, and suffer the same fate. <laughs> they had no fucking chill. Um. I thought the whole thing with trains was, you know, they, they had to take a while to stop. You know, she yeah. just parked her horse on the tracks. Parked her horse. And then the thing just, like, like came to a stop. I thought the whole thing, like, they just, well, you know, that's why they say don't stop in front, stop on train tracks, you know? Right, so steam engines? I don't know if they were. It really might have been a smaller train. They didn't really give you, like, the big. It wasn't, like, a big train. Zoom out. Yeah, it wasn't kind of, like, a couple cars. So maybe it wasn't going too was, fast where it could have stopped a little bit. It was a short enough distance where I was like, ah, eh, should it? It, it, shouldn't, have it shouldn't have stopped like that. No. Yeah. Because in my mind, even if a train's moving kind of slow nowadays, they'd take a fucking while to stop. Yeah. So the question is, 
If that train jumped a hill, how many bounces does it have? The train? Uh-huh. None. Physics. Yeah, come on, physics. That guy. train is not bouncing at all. <laughs> that shit's going I into disagree! The <laughs> that shit's going into the ground, sir. Listen to Terminator 2 and 3 extras and Terminator 3, and you'll know why the fuck we're talking about physics. Alright. <laughs> can't even spell physics. Can we talk about... So, like... I feel like it's so inefficient to do trick shots. Those are so inefficient. Like, yeah, you may be good, but, like, how much extra effort do you... Like, like I just feel like you run the risk of, like, you may hit the guy, but there's a chance you're probably going to, like, nick the wo- the wall by him or some shit. Like, sure. he would just, like... And I'm like... That's risky. Like, you don't even, like, you're just... I mean, when you're good, you're good, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, and say, also... Like, think about it, like... And it's it's a movie rule. If yeah. you're the good guy, the good guys... You can't miss. You can't miss. And if you're the bad guys, you shoot at the Storm ground. Stormtrooper. You just... Yeah. There was that, there was that scene right after they uh, they robbed the bank, and they're, they're uh, riding out on horse, and, you know, the dude sounds the alarm on the bank, and, like, people come out of nowhere Everybody. and start shooting, and, like, they're within, like, 25 feet, and they... No, 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 that was Pickett. Was it? That was yeah. When when they show the head on and like pick like there's a gun right here and that's like riding towards them. That was Pickett. He's covering them. Well, no, because talk- Pickett's posted up. They show this view. Well, they were. St- there was I, wasn't, I, wasn't, was I know the dudes like come right out of the bank. Yeah, I wasn't talking about that. that. I'm talking about like the scene where like he's coming out and there's people like basically on what looks like a like a porch over here that came out of that building and they're shooting at him. Right. But they're within like 25 feet of them, but they miss. They miss the horse. They miss him. They miss that big ass fucking horse. Yeah. If you're not going to hit him, you're going to at least hit the horse. Right. Like they just they were like ah they were trying to do trick shots and we're bad at it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of uh, stormtrooper logic, you know. Yeah. They were trying to quick scope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. it was dope though. Yeah, Pickett was cool. It's, it's, it's Shot the dude through the scope. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, his his aim was just. Um, man, can you imagine back in the day, yes. some dude, some dude cuts your fucking, like, ACLs, ah. and then you're both your Achilles, and you just fucking collapse, like a Cherokee Bill fucked that dude up on that train, tried to stand up to him. Like, before anybody could do anything to help you, like, what do you do with that? You're just like, I guess I don't walk now. Forever. Mm. That recovery time. Back in that time, that recovery time would have been, yeah, never. Yeah. They, they would just put you out to misery like an old horse. Yeah, they'd take you out to the pasture. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, well, now you gotta go the way old yeller. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty, pretty fun. And that was a long time ago. Like, old yeller. I mean, what, when was old yeller? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is old yeller, like, is like, oh yeah, we gotta put old yeller down next week. Go the way of old yeller. It's gotta, be, it's gotta be 20th century, though. Wait, yeah. Uh, we're old yeller. Give me just old yeller. Let's do the novel. Time period. Uh, the novel came out in '56. Oh yeah, we're like got to put old yeller down in fifty years. So in a. <laughs> doesn't give me a time period. So it came out. The book came out '56. Well, that's so. all we needed. Yeah, because that's still, you know, sixty-one years before some of this stuff took place. What do you call old yeller as a nickname? Hey yell. Yo, yo, yo! Oh. 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 Um. 
Uh, there was kind of, and then so they free, uh, they free Rufus, right? And they kept having these weird, like creaking sounds mm-hmm. in the cage, as if he was like some, some like, like beast in a in a cage. You know, there's just like this, like it's the sound you hear when you're playing Left for Dead, and there's a tank in the other room. Pretty much, yeah. Reminded me a lot of like, reminded me a lot of like Godzilla. Yeah. You know where, like that first half of that movie, you'd like never see Godzilla. Right, but then they would always like hear something in the fucking the, the oh, that head room, like the fucking like a, sonar. It's like a sonar sound. Well, I know, but like the ground, like it was kind of like low key, like kind of earthquakeish mm-hmm. sounds. It was like like that was the sounds coming from the, the you know the cell that Rufus is in, is... and then he gets out, and then, I don't know if you know, but they do like like the, this thing, like. You remember in oh, Matrix? Oh, yeah, where it's like the yeah, yeah the, the screen, screen does the this screen little, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, like remember in Matrix when Neo. Like overtakes that dude, the agent, mm. and then he like comes out of him, and he's like, ah! and then the whole screen is like kind of like doing this shit, and he's mm. like, <gasps> it's like a wavy effect. Yeah, it was like weird wavy thing when he got out, and he like did this like stretch thing. And you're like, all right, does he have powers? Like is this? <laughs> yeah, that was, I was confused at first. I was like, it's a little goofy. I thought a little, a little over the top. Kind of, oh, and I forgot to mention that, that like intro scene when Nat shoots the dude in the church. And dude just like literally like flies back. Oh yeah! And you're like, like, all right, that was a little much. Yeah, it was excessive. He just flies back. He shoots him again. He flies even farther. Yeah. Back. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck kind of gun is that? Yeah, that's like you know, <laughs> motherfucker shot him with a grenade 50, launcher. <laughs> it's like a fifty cal muzzle loader. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the shotgun. <laughs> it was a fucking revolver. You know, I and mean, fuck. Yeah, explosive rounds. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Left for dead style. Gravity defying bullets. You know? Ooh, yes. Maybe, well, I mean, we weren't alive then. Gravity might have been different then. You're right. You're <laughs> right. Um, Rufus, I think, need, needed to uh, be re socialized. Because they go to the bank, and the dude's like, like they, he's telling them about the funds, telling uh, Trudy and, and Cherokee Bill about funds, and they said they only had $2,500. And then Rufus goes, what did he say? And the dude starts going, 2500 And then he cuts him off. He's like, I heard you. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was, like, he, was, he was mad disrespectful. Oh, I just didn't, I didn't understand. Like, what did he say? 2500 I heard you. He was... I think he was just What'd trying you say? to be mad disrespectful. <laughs> no, I was trying to cut you off. What did you say? Oh. Maybe he had that... No, hey, what did you say? Maybe he had that... No, no I, heard where, uh, I heard you. Where, um... When someone says something, you say, huh? And but then in the process of what you said, you're like, wait a minute. And then they say, you're like, ah, oh, wait, I heard God. <laughs> it's it. just an odd moment to put in the movie, <laughs> you know? Oh, no. That was, that was kind of goofy to me. When, uh, when they went to go, when, um, uh, what's her name? Mary went into, was it Mary went in to rob the bank? Or who was it? No, the one Cuffy. In, oh, Cuffy yeah. went in to rob the bank. Cafe Williams. Cafe. And she went up to the... Uh, bank teller said, "Yes, I'd, I'd like to make a withdrawal." And they just started laughing at her. I'm like, "Yeah, you're gonna die now. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. gonna die. Just you're at least gonna get shot in the leg." It was funny though that the whole town was white, and I don't mean by people. I mean yeah, white. Like, like literally, the, like everything was painted hair. white. It, yeah. yeah, the sand was white. The buildings were painted white. Like and then the they floors, just put on the screen, ceilings, a white town. Yeah, yeah. I, that shit was so funny. And then at the it, bank, everybody just like they just. They just started laughing, and then they, you know, they they did their whole thing. Where she has I'm to like, fumble with the, she's like, she's not used to wearing dresses. She's like, <laughs> that shit was fucking hilarious. This kind of withdrawal. Yeah, yeah I would have. Uh, 
she would have, especially after, like, that was, like, such a, like, a, it wasn't even, like, a laugh, like, this is kind of funny. That was, like, a, I'm being disrespectful laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I was like, yeah, you're, you're gonna die. I want, I want your feelings to be hurt. I'm not gonna kill any of y'all, but you're gonna die. <laughs> like, you at least. You are dead. Congratulations. It's guaranteed, as soon as I get this fucking gun out. You're dead. <laughs> it's a shame she didn't, actually. I kind of wish she would have really shot him in yeah. the fucking leg, like. Ooh, shit. Nat said the hardest part about Robin Banks is doing it without killing people. Well, you don't have to kill someone shooting shoot him in the said, leg. He said, kill, he said, it's easy to rob banks, but it's hard to do it without killing people. That do, was his big point. It was like, yeah, do him like it. they did that, do him like they did that young boy soldier in the train, just graze his, graze their shoulder. A little flesh wound. Yeah, but think about yeah, it like but this. But then story. they murdered all those people and made that boy <laughs> drive the train. Look. Which, I know they did that for effect, but when he goes, everyone but him, and then he just slowly walks out, oh, and yeah, there's just bullets him. everywhere. everywhere. Oh, yeah. Like, it looks cool, but, like, what if you just got released, and then a stray one just, like, <laughs> got you in the back and of the head. That's it. And then it's, like, ricochets off, the fucking, ricochets off of the metal cage he was just in. The right. Box and <laughs> like, ugh, I don't know. I'd be like, after... I leave the room. <laughs> and, like, also in the same aspect, how did no one else in there that was doing a shooting catch a bullet either? Right. Yeah, like, yeah, no, it's they, a little, they, they, yeah. they, his, the Rufus Buck gang definitely reminded me of, uh, did you watch that movie Old Guard? Uh, no. No. Okay, so, it was, like, the most ridiculous fighting and stuff I've ever seen. Like, they're, like, the perfect four-man team where it's, like, if they're, like, if a dude's, like, over here and he's, like, oh, I'm gonna kill this guy with a fucking shotgun and then flip it onto my back and, like, swing this axe like somebody would grab the shotgun while he's, like, leaned over, fucking pull the trigger and shoot somebody over there and, like, it was just cool. They were, were, like, yeah, yeah. I, you, you gotta watch it. Like, it was so dope and so efficient. Just have very heavily choreographed. It, it was, and it was like the choreography was like super phenomenal. Though I was like, holy shit! Like I was like, that is the perfect four man team. But like this movie, I felt like that scene specifically was like a little over the top because I was just like, same thing went through my mind that went through yours, where you're just like, what if a stray bullet? Just... Yeah, yeah. But it's like, because I, I was like... I mean, it looked cool. He it, just, they, he they just casually good. walked out of there yeah. like, yeah, I just ordered all these fucking people it just to be casually, killed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, this movie reminded me a lot of Red Dead Redemption. Yeehaw, Skyrim. Sure. You never played... Yeah, you never played Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, I did. Did you? The fuck you know about me? Mm. <laughs> you okay? What are you looking at? You, motherfucker. I said, fuck you know about me. And I'm looking at you, motherfucker. Oh, here we go. Well, yeah, but that doesn't even... You just stands with what you just look at him? Yeah. Yeah. All right. He knows. <laughs> I don't think any, I think anyone knows. What are we talking about? I, 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 know, I know what's up, because I get it. What? Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. So Yeehaw Skyrim. That's what it's called. It's called Yeehaw Skyrim. I've I kind of Red kinda, Dead Redemption. They had, Red Dead was, Red Dead was Red like Dead. we had Red Dead back in the day too, like on PS2 and Xbox. Played Red Dead. Right. So Red Dead came it was out not back, as into right. it. So explain it came explain out day. explain Red Dead to him. He's never played it before. <laughs> would you like a penis face? Hey, would you like something a little bit more permanent? You can like. <laughs> I thought you were gonna like pull out your actual penis. Now, <laughs> you want something more permanent here? Would you like to give him an actual penis face? It's one that he can't hide. All right. Um, what do we think of Wiley Esco, the 
the mayor, deputy kind with of the, dude, the, the gold teeth, the grill in his mouth, Ooh! took care of took care of the town. He knocked when, his fucking teeth clean. Yeah, out. he fucked him up. He you know he takes care of the town when they're away. Spends all Rufus's money eating that nasty ass, bloody ass, extra rare steak. That motherfucker. We had that whole fucking speech practiced. Yeah. He at first I was like, oh, he's really just laying into this dude like and that. And then it zoomed out. He wasn't even fucking there. I was like, ah. And I was like, then it went out as it went nothing like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that scene was tough. That's like me. that's like when you when you're in your room practicing how you're gonna ask your mom if you can go to your friend's house stay the night, mm-hmm. and you're like, you you got a down to pack and you get to your mom and be like, yeah, can I can I, can I stay the you start muttering, Charles. looking down. <laughs> like, you ever do that shit? Like, my brother used to be the worst about that, where he's... <laughs> he walk in. Like, I was standing there in my mom's uh, office one time. I remember Luke walks in, and he's just, like, kind of, like, hanging on the doorway. And he's, like... He's asking to buy a game on the Xbox. I know it was called State of Decay. And literally, what came out of his mouth, out of his mouth was... And I was wondering about this and you stay, okay? <laughs> like, Mom, I looked at you like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and then, like, what? And he's like, I was wondering about the game, stay, okay? Like, boy, would you fucking speak? Yeah. No one knows. English motherfucker, <laughs> do you speak? Do you speak it? <laughs> yeah. That's goofy. I would actually pay money for your mom to say that. <laughs> to somebody, I would actually pay money. Um, anyway, so, Wiley Esco, I think, I don't know, do you spend Rufus Buck's money if you think he's in jail the rest of his life, and that gang's not really hanging around the town anymore, or are you kind of like, am I just holding this this situation down? Me, I personally wouldn't have spent it, just because back then, I mean, back then in that time, it's like, dog, like, jail breaks, fucking train robberies like all that shit was like normal like it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't hard to like break out of fucking jail there because it's like you got a sheriff and a deputy in one town and it's like if a band of like your group of people your gang whatever comes looking for you like they can easily break you out like there's no thing so like that money was never going to be like considered safe to like spend yeah what I found interesting about that whole dynamic of him breaking out is the fact that apparently, you know, government or somebody made a deal with the Rufus Buck gang, like, we'll give you Rufus if you kill this whole crew of dudes that were, you know, doing, I mean, it's some, kind doing of, some bad shit. It's kind of like how the... You think about it, though, it's like... Kind of but like they worked the, so hard to, like, get Rufus Buck, like, you know, Bass Reeves had to get involved, like, got him. And well, then, yeah, I, I mean, I, I get it, but at the same time, it's like... Very interesting. Of, they're just like, all right, you can have them, but like, cause like, fuck these guys. But it's like Fast and the Furious and Suicide Squad. They hire a True. crew to fight and deal with work outside of outside the law. Yeah, basically. Yeah, stuff they don't want to be tied to, pretty much. I mean, yeah, they don't want to get their hands dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting dynamic on that one. Yeah, so. It was. Uh, I think that was a lot of extra security for one man to just be transferred. Yeah. Obviously, it wasn't enough. Yeah, it wasn't enough, obviously. <laughs> still, it's still yeah. lost. Yeah, it was. Uh, movie rule, if the lead doesn't want your help, you gotta help. 
Typical. Yeah. It's, he says, everybody go home, and they're like, no, nah, we got it. Yeah. I'm like, we're here. Per usual. Like, this ain't what this gang's about. Yeah. If somebody don't want help, you gotta help them. You're automatically obliged to help. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, before she goes down to the town, he, like, sticks his face, Nat sticks his face in Mary's hair, in that big hair, right? And, like, that's cool, like, now, but, man, she just rode a horse through the fucking sun all day, and, like, baths weren't I, regular. I, I, There's no, no yeah, way no, that like, hair I mean, river good. bath. Like, I, I think of river baths in that time, because it's yeah. like, you didn't have showers, and I'm like... Like, I'm sure they made that hair smell all good for that scene, but boy, back in the day, dude, boy, that... In, in the 19th century, I guarantee it smelled like swamp ass and yeast infections. Like, it, it there was, like... There was no... Sounds like a lovely cocktail. It, <laughs> there was no, like, for us, it's, like, normal. We come home, we, like, shower every day. Yeah. And it's, like, for them, it's, like, y'all out here making 13 kids, and your wife ain't bathed since last week's river bath, and it's, like, hot as fuck it's all the time because there's here. no AC. It's 100 so, degrees in here. Like, that, I feel like that's the speech you get from your wife, like, if you tried to have sex in 100 degrees. In, in the 1900s. It's 100 degrees in here and you want to fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, you just want to make it more sweaty in here, huh? Mm-hmm. You trying to make a swimming pool? Ooh. Fuck that. I mean, she'd already be wet from the sweat. <laughs> <laughs> you can smell it before you get in it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I went there. I went there. You smell like armpits and doo-doo. Trudy's a bad businesswoman. She turns down an offer for someone to buy her business and then uh, and it's like, alright, another round. <laughs> like, we want to buy your bar. Fuck you. Alright, another round on me, everybody. Mm. That shit's got a cost. A lot. Running a bar and just giving everybody in there a Free round. Yeah, shit. you think? Like, I mean, some motherfuckers are not cheap with shit. The people that drink like IPAs. I mean, I do it. I don't know how many IPAs, IPA drinkers were going on. That dude at Rooster Stowe. That shit didn't exist. That dude at Rooster Stowe was like, what, 50 people a drink right now? Oh, yeah. 50 elite at the minimum. Motherfucker. Uh. Did we go into that one? Uh, we'll pass over that. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just pass we're, over that. We're in an hour and five. You're still hanging just, on it. Well, we're cutting you're still, over it. So. You're still hanging on it. Well, I know, I just... We can't, like, do this thing where we throw out, like... Obscene... Obscene. <laughs> There's ah. nothing obscene about it. Obscure obscene. references. And then that just... fucking shitting-ass motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Just... With his dick out. <laughs> Skeening all over the place owes me a drink. Obscene... Obscure <laughs> references. Uh, both obscene and obscure was that reference. Uh, That's my two favorite combos. Yeah, it's just you know. I mean, all right, so and I skipped ahead a little bit. This, I, I wanted to say this movie was both like kind of felt short and felt long at the same time. Mm-hmm. Where it felt short. Where I felt like we kind of moved through things pretty quickly. Just action scenes. Right. Yeah. And then we're starting the last, like the big confrontation, the last scene, right? Like, well not the last, I mean obviously they have a short scene at the end, but 
like the big final confrontation starts with forty minutes left. Yeah. <laughs> like they like he, he like he pulls up on the horse and he's looking at the building that Rufus is in. And they do that zoom in. Like I pause around there, it was like thirty nine minutes left. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like this final scene is but almost an hour. Like it didn't last very long. Oh, it still felt like it. Well, okay, yeah, that's fine. I, I, I felt like it just it was just like, wow, like we are we're only an hour and twenty in. Like we I felt like it moves so fast through the plot and then it's like and now this big final confrontation is that's interesting to me. Oh, I, I felt the other died like opposite. Like I felt like the first half of the movie went kind of slow and then the end went right. fast but that's probably because I got pulled into the action so I lose track of time when right. I was in like I was engaged in it I was like oh this mm-hmm. is okay. no I mean I was get, but you know you watch it three times and then you know. well okay yeah that, that might do it <laughs> uh, basically you watch it three times and you go like is this one that's <laughs> highly rewatchable no because <laughs> Stuff starts getting old. Other movies, kind of rewatch, like kind of oddly, you know, like oh yeah, I, I don't mind this quite as much, you know, three four times through, but um, yeah. So the quote from the beginning of that big confrontation, that dude bet bet Bass Reeves that his body count was higher, mm-hmm. bet his bet his right arm, and that'd be a bad bet. Wagon explodes, arm lands on the ground. Is that the right arm or the left? That's, that's my quote that's from, that was funny. from that scene. Uh, and we kind of talked about the Beckworth, uh, Cherokee Bill cheating thing already, so we'll move past that. Shot through the scope was cool. We talked about that. Um, I was going to say, I think, and you kind of touched on this with the, you know, the trick shots thing. Uh, but uh, my point here was, I think they made the Marshall like a little too slick. You know, where, like, he's walking ahead, and all of a sudden he just turns around and he knows there's a dude up in the window and just nails him. Mm. Like, Marshall's slick, and it's really cool that, like, he's that dude. Mm. But also, like, maybe a little maybe a little too slick, you know? I don't know. It was just me. No? Nobody else? I, I probably didn't, uh... I probably wasn't such a cunt. That's yeah. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> I, I, I probably wasn't, like, looking too much into it when I watched well, it. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, he hits every shot. Well, they, I, they, <laughs> that's know? what I was saying. And At the like, end, they didn't just, miss. Even like, just, like, turns around. Like, you know what was funny, though, is, like, Mary and Trudy start shooting at each other, right? Yes. And then, like, Mary hits, like, all these other dudes that are pursuing her while she's trying to fight Trudy. Mm-hmm. And then, like, at Trudy, it's like, ah, ah, ah. Where is it? All of Where a is it? Stormtrooper. Yeah. Like I can I can hit disposable characters, but <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh What a way to go though with uh Wiley. Yeah, it's the Rufus. next note. This movie rule can't just shoot someone, you gotta talk. Like Wiley could have just got him when he's coming down the stairs, he's holding the gun. He and then could've. he puts it down, let's just talk. And then uh Rufus shoots the bag of dynamite. That Wiley's holding, and he just, it just gets incinerated. It just blew up everything yeah. in that room. It was, it, was, it was a sweet kill, though. It was. Now, my question is, does dynamite actually explode like that if it's shot? Because usually 
It's like a fuse-based explosive. Unfortunately, we did not uh, do any dynamite research. For and also, how did he know? That? How did he know it was dynamite in the back? We should, uh, we should make some dynamite real quick. Well, he probably heard the That's explosion. The oh fuck! Yeah, because Wiley really walks explodes. in, says, "Jump, motherfuckers!" Throws it at those other two yeah. dudes. So that, that's a no on that? What? No, yeah, it's a no. Yeah, that's, that's a, a strong no. no. But we're recording this. In, we're in Mexico right now, so. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Right. Definitely. So. No. Uh, suspenseful, suspenseful shot. They make you think Cuffy lost the uh, lost the pole to, uh, to Cherokee Bill. To Cherokee Bill. You know, long shot on her face, kind of being surprised. So You're like, fucking, Damn, I really? was hoping so much that she didn't lose that. Because I was like, he yeah. already, like cheated and killed the yeah. kid and I was like and that kid was gonna that kid was gonna smoke him yeah. like I'm sorry but that kid was gonna fucking smoke him she says Beckworth is faster and remember when they are sitting around the campfire says you know I've seen faster one like where like in the mirror and they laugh at her but uh. then you know she smoked Bill so good on um, coffee um Pickett should have taken the lucky coin out of his pocket should have left it there. As soon man. as he took it I out, was, kissed it, bah! I, I was so like, I was like, and this is why I turned the movie off. Um, and so I love the conversation at the end between Matt and Rufus. Mm. Because I feel like this whole scene, I'm sitting here wondering why Rufus doesn't come outside and help this gang, you know? If Rufus, Rufus is this bad motherfucker, mm. like, honestly expect more Rufus. Like, you should, they show him basically kill an unarmed family in the beginning you know and if he's supposed to be just this bad dude I'm expecting some serious cowboy shit from this guy right mm-hmm. I mean and you Where know was he, that he beats energy? up he beats up Wiley with a gun mind you Knocks yeah his like fucking he, teeth like out of his mouth yeah I mean you know he's, he's he juiced that fight he was juicing for that fight you know like, he, he, yeah, he got a gun. Like, he cheated. It's a cheat, you know? Now, granted, Wiley did some, you know, kind of deserved it because he cheated him. Out of so, some dineros. Yeah, he put all the money in his mouth, so, you know. Not great. Um. So, you know, I'm just kind of, you're kind of wondering, like, all right, well, where's, where's this come in? Um. But you find out because Nat goes in and they're talking. And it's a very interesting conversation because you find out that they're half brothers. You know, they had the same father. And that apparently the dad used to be this terrible guy. So he knows him as, as this terrible guy that he has to take revenge on. Um, whereas Nat knows him as this, you know, loving, good man that was a good father to him that was just ripped away from him. Man of God. Man of God. So Nat has been looking for revenge. Uh, for his family being taken away from him all this time. But the man he wants to exact his revenge on for taking them away is also his family. So then what do you do in that situation? Maybe it's a no-brainer, because you barely know the guy and you just want revenge for your family. But at the same time, you go like, well, shit, I haven't wanted to take revenge because my family was taken away. Like, ultimately, you want revenge because you have no family anymore. Mm, but then it's like you have... But then there's family right, right here. here. So do you do it? It's, it's a stumper. I don't know. Or maybe it's not. Maybe it's just that simple. Fuck this guy. It's that moral compass again. Fuck this like, guy. It's, right. like, it's like, would you take that revenge for your father and your mother being killed? Or on your brother, nonetheless. Family, family don't mean shit. Or would you forgive him 
And because he is your brother, yeah. and that is the last surviving family member you have. So it is definitely like, I mean, I thought about it like when I was sitting there because like, I have, like, you don't have a half brother. I have a half brother. Yes. He, that's oh, exactly shit. what he has. It's exactly what I have. He has exactly <laughs> does okay, I, have I, I, I thought brother. you and your brother were full-blooded siblings. No. Okay, I thought you and your brother were full. I've always thought that. No. But me and Aaron, like, so, because all my other friends are, like, not like that. Brooke has a half-brother. But I was, like, I if I, I put myself, I tried to put myself in his <laughs> shoes. <You're> <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't be a cunt. Listen. <laughs> it's just I, funny. It's like me looking at you and being, like, you're not a boy. That is not even the fucking <laughs> scene. Just, it's just funny, like, telling somebody about themselves. It's like... Well, I know he has a brother, but you, like you and your brother are, like, full-blooded siblings. But sure. I always thought him and Corey were full-blooded siblings. I'm not him. I know where your brother came from. I know who his dad is. And it's the same dad that you have. Well, no, we already discussed who his dad is. Right, no, you're right, you're right. We gotta you're rewind. Right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right, can, we get, can we get a playback? No, I, I just tried to put myself in his shoes in that moment where I was like, could I see myself shooting Aaron, which is not my full blood if sibling. he killed your dad and mom. If he killed my dad and mom. But, and that I tried, but that's what I'm saying. I tried to put myself in him in that situation. Yeah. And it was just, it's hard to like come up with an answer with. So I was like. Well, and okay. so you have to also, you have to also take into account like. You don't know this guy. Yeah. All so, you know about this guy is he killed these people. I got... So no reference. I got I got a better one. Going off of that, you've known Aaron your whole life. Mm-hmm. Think about your sister. Calista. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was think, just thinking think, about. Think about how you felt when you first found out about her. You were like okay, but I don't feel any relations towards this person because I don't really know them. I was actually excited. But, but yes, like you don't, I didn't yeah, have you don't, you don't, the same... I didn't have the same bond that I have with my mother. Right, yeah. so... So think if she had killed your parents and then you found out about her, how you feel about her, you know? Because you, if you... I don't, I don't know, what, what was that feeling like? Like, you probably don't. You probably learned to love that person, but you probably don't immediately love that person, right? No, at that point, because at the time she was still a stranger. A stranger. I still yeah. had to get to know her and know how she, like, who she is and how she is. Which, I mean, even though we don't talk now, it's like she's still my sister. Yeah. Like I still love her. So could you kill her? Is what not. <laughs> <laughs> Right now, gun on the table. Do you I, want to murder? I, I'm, I will say this. I will say this, and I will say this in the most honest way that I can, without it sounding like absolutely like psychotic. Uh-huh. Well, that's if what we're it, for. I would literally end any life if I had to. <laughs> like I really would. So, Good job so, on not making that sound psychotic. Yeah. So what uh, you're saying is you're pro-choice. <laughs> <laughs> that's not at all what I'm fucking so, saying. That's so. a good way to good way to put it. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that whole thing explains why Rufus didn't want to come out and fight. May have been hoping that someone would end it for him. Maybe he hoped there wouldn't be a fight, but it also seems like he kind of wanted a fight. Mm. Like it kind of seems like he just wanted them to kill these people and get the money and be done. Is what it seemed like to me. Yeah. And he was hoping to not really get involved. He doesn't want to kill his half brother. Yeah, I think that he definitely was, um, like, because he obviously knew about it, like, right. 
So yeah, he was I mean, maybe, he tells him and, you well, know. what I'm saying is, like, yeah. maybe for him it was, like, at least morally he was, like, I don't want to have to do this to somebody that is my family. Like, that's, yeah. he's, like, I think the way he saw it was, like, at the end of the day, this is blood. And he's, like, you don't do that to blood, at least for him. Yeah. So, I was kind of surprised with the outcome of that situation, though. Very interesting dynamic, for sure. Uh, and then you show, as they all ride away in the sunset, they make, you know, they stage it to where it looks like Nat Love died, right? Uh, buried him with Pickett and Beckworth. And then Trudy still alive. is standing there holding the hat. Uh, which, by the way, the Mary Trudy fight scene is pretty cool. I mean, they fucking went at they it. They went at it. And Mary won like a savage beater across the face with a shotgun one time. That was crazy. Or Dude. One I, whack, so I guess you can't really say beat. Beat implies multiple hits, right? But uh, I would think yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. I would uh, think so. So then he, uh, or yeah, so they ride off at the end, and Trudy's sitting there holding the hat. Which brings the question Is there going to be another one? Would you, well, yes, that, but. More importantly, would you want to see another one of these movies? Because a lot of characters are gone, so that means you have to go through a whole... Unless they, you know, I mean, they could isolate it to where it's only about those characters that walked away from this one. But more than likely, you need some other characters involved. So, like, do you want to meet a whole new set of characters for this series? Or do you think, like, I personally, I think this one's better off just left alone. Like a one and done. Uh Yeah. Like, I think you can kind of, like... It's kind of one of those things where you can create fan theories on it. Right, yeah. Where, you're like, oh, Trudy was sitting there. Oh, so maybe she's going to kill them all. I don't know. Like, I think it's more of a... Just best left open to, you know, the imagination and not another movie. But, I mean, I, would you guys want another sequel? What? Well, another sequel? Said, would you guys no. want a sequel? You say no. I wouldn't want a sequel, but if they did... And they did it, like, they brought in, like, the right people. And the the right kind of, like, I guess the right story or whatever. It's basically the same director again. I would, I would, like that kind of I would watch it, yes. You want the original characters from... I like, still the characters, the, the yeah. surviving characters. Yes. I would yeah. still want them all to be the same. Like, same actors, yeah. And if they brought in other people that were good and, you know, kind of followed with... Like a he- like a, a heavily vetted Ooh, story, shit. like not one of those not one of those sequels that seem just kind of thrown together mm-hmm. as a money grab, mm-hmm. but like a well thought out. Because yes. I mean, there's a, a good sequel is very rare. Yeah, and mostly yeah. because I think a lot of them are just fucking money grabs. And I feel like I think we talked about this last week. Was it last week or week before? We were talking about how sequels weren't as good. Yeah, yeah. I think usually. we I think we touched on that a little bit during. Uh, when we were talking about episode five, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and why, that's why the Star Wars trilogy is, like, cool because, you know, you don't really have those duds mm-hmm. when you hit the sequel because everything, I mean, obviously everything's written, written out mm-hmm. already, so they kind of know the directions they're going, they just got to hit it in these three episodes. But they still so. executed well. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I would watch. If they did, if they did decide to do one, I would watch sure. it. I would watch it. Do I expect them to do one? Like, no. But do I also really want them to do one? Like, I don't care. I'm really indifferent to it. Yeah. But, like, I w- if they did, I would definitely watch it. 
Alright, uh, so ratings and whatnot. You're doing the A, B, C, D scale now? Uh, you can do whatever you want. I find that I don't like the numbers quite as much, and I think a letter grade works better for me. So, I'm going to go on letter grades, but you guys can do however you want. You can, you know, do out of 100 eggplants or... Uh, um, I'm going to go with C plus eggplant. Okay. All right. I'll go with the... Hua. Hua. Sorry. Hua. Why? Hua. It was, I mean, it, it was, it was a, it was an all right movie to me. Uh -huh. I mean, I did, the casting lineup I think was great. Yeah. I think it, I think. That's what. The casting lineup was great. That's like, what every, drew me to the movie. Like originally. everyone, and everyone played their, their character very, very well. well. Very, very well. well. Yeah. Um, the storyline itself, I felt, was drawn out. Well, but it felt that way, yeah. So, I mean, the action scenes, like I said earlier, went by quickly, but then, like, in between the action scenes, I just felt, like, really drawn out. And then, you know, you made the comment about the 40 minutes left for the final <laughs> the final scene. Yeah. And, like, yeah, that's Like, it feels both short and long at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. So. I give it 7.5 out of okay. 10 stars. Because, yeah. Uh, 7.5, yeah. Because it wasn't... <laughs> it wasn't like the greatest movie I've ever seen, but I really enjoyed watching it because of the cast that they had picked for the movie. Yeah. And the action was pretty good. The action mm -hmm. was dope. Uh, I would give it a C. Uh, some of the story and stuff is a little shaky, and you know, I'm pretty much it's pretty much across the board. It seems. Uh, but it looked cool, and I liked the dynamic in the end of that that family, you know, avenge the family, but you have family right in front of you. I like the dynamic. It's very cool. And, uh, yeah, to see. So we're all C's. Literally. C cup. C, D's nuts. See <laughs> these nuts on uh, only Content Crisis One Twitter and OnlyFans. Uh, Content Crisis Hotline at Yahoo.com. And uh, thank you for listening. Shout out to Xbox for sponsoring us for this podcast. Uh, get your Xbox Series X or S at your local uh, Myers, who also sponsored us. So. Maybe that's that's the way we do it. We just start <laughs> doing ads for companies, and then <laughs> that's. That's totally bad. And then they contact us at one point, and they're just like, hey, uh... Can you stop fucking saying our shit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we've, wondered, we've been wondering why we've had this big sales dip, and it, we can link it all back to when you guys started doing fake ads. So can you <laughs> fucking, fucking stop? stop? Please, shut it the fuck up. All right, thanks for listening, guys. Hey, yo. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.